pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 12.06, 12.06 on this Tuesday. Welcome to March. It is March 1st. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Hope you enjoyed the uh, last hour. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live and both radio and our live stream on Facebook. I want to remind people, you know, Facebook, folks, it's it's free. You can sign up, get an account for free. But um, as uh, as we had a, as we had announced, excuse me, that we are taking the show to where the news is, where the action is. And um, I will be traveling uh, over the course of the weekend. And then on Monday, um, <clears throat> we're going to be coming to you from the Ukraine border. So, and people are asking me, well, how long are you going to be there? Well, we don't know yet. I don't know yet. We don't know yet. Uh, but we're going to utilize all elements of the radio, of which you're listening on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, petro.com And then we also will utilize what um, has been very, very popular, which is our, our Facebook live stream, which we have going now. Uh, we're also going to add... Um, an addition of the Facebook live stream. I think we're going to do the mornings with Juan. I think I, I, we're looking at it that for, and I'm just going to talk in terms of local New York, Rhode Island, East Coast, Eastern, <coughs> excuse me, time. We're, um, you know, obviously right now we're live from noon to one for the, the noon report, which is why we <coughs> call it the noon report. Someone said to me, I, it was like, I think last month. Now, why do you call it the noon report? You know, that's that's bordering on who's buried in Grant's tomb. But anyhow, um, and then, you know, extensive coverage. Uh, but we will probably do something. Um, uh, parts of Poland into Ukraine are six hours ahead and then seven hours ahead. So uh, but you don't have to worry about a thing because the, the radio show will still be 11 to 2 normal time. And then we'll be live at this time. Um, which it, it doesn't matter what time. I'm just saying we're going to also add in uh, a lot more. There's going to be a lot more live stream. Um, you know, we've been doing the one after dark, but this this will certainly be this will be the international one. So, and folks, th- this is this is the story. It is, and uh, it, it's it's continuing to unfold, and we're going to touch on that in just a moment. But that's just a heads up. It's going to be next week. Uh, and, and I don't know, you know, um, how long are we going to be there? I don't know. As I had said also at times um, <clears throat> in talking with the State Department, many times they don't want you to give exact location. Listen, you'll be able to see. You'll be able to see where I am. I may not exact name, exact uh, pinpoint of where, but, you know, you'll get a sense of being there, being at the border of Ukraine. Um, and in, in a situation, as long as everything remains the way it is now. It's obviously a fluid situation. This thing is happening, you know, moving very, very rapidly. And then we'll we'll see where we are once we're over there. But just so people understand, I, 
my intent is I don't know how long we're going to be there. Um, this conflict is not going to end anytime soon. Uh, this, this is, and I want to remind people um, that, that, I mean, this, this is war. So this is not, it wasn't like a beef or a blow up. Uh, you know, this, this is a war. And I believe that Putin needs to be stopped, eliminated, destroyed. And until that happens, I just don't think that there, there is an end to the, to, the, to the war. So, and again, I, I understand it's all happening rapidly. Some people don't fully understand the magnitude of it. Um, I was mentioning, you know, I was talking to someone saying I was going and this person, I won't say who, and it doesn't matter. And I'm not trying to make anyone uncomfortable and so forth. But they said, now, do you think it'll still be going on this weekend? <laughs> be going on? The Ukrainians are fighting for their blanking life. So uh, I think it's going to be going on for like the next five years, as a matter of fact. I don't, I, I don't think I'm saying that. Well, who knows? We, we don't have an end date. We don't have a return ticket as of yet. That's what you need to know. But we, we're going to go where the story is. And folks, again, I, I can't say enough good things about our friend Jeff Gamach and everything. With Jeff, Jeff and I have had uh, practice in doing this at, at different times, and we're going to use everything we can to, um, to bring you the best broadcast. This portion of the program is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, right now it's 11 minutes past 12. It's March 1st. Tonight is the State of the Union, whatever that means. I think we know what the State of the Union is. <coughs> Excuse me. It, the State of the Union is, is it's a mess. But um, there's just so many elements of this to cover. Again, if you're listening and you have friends or family in Ukraine and Poland, I, I want to hook up with them uh, without getting into too much specifics. The, the country that makes the most sense for us to operate through will be Poland, uh, which is the biggest border crossing into Ukraine. There's also a big, there's also a big uh, American military presence there with our NATO, with the NATO base. So that sounds good to me. When, uh, when in doubt, always go where the American troops are, <laughs> and um, and you're starting to see things. People like how much of these are we supposed to stand by? And, and wait, and I'll touch on that. But again, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, if you're listening right now, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, um, Ron's Pastry Gourmet is 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're open right now. They're open Tuesday through Saturday. Everything baked fresh. And they have, no one has better Zapolis than, than Ron. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And right now, how about this for lunch? Some of they have delicious calzones, steak and cheese, pepperoni and cheese, spinach pies, sandwiches, buffalo chicken calzones. His calzones are the best, and they have the very popular Let's Go Brandon Donuts. So, uh, delicious food, everything fresh, uh, cannolis, those delicious big chocolate donuts, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, right off of Solo Spring Street, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. Now, folks, visit the website Excuse me, folks. I apologize. I don't know why Juan is having. I think it's just a little bit overtired getting ready. Um, visit the website, depetro.com. And, and I can't thank enough all of our great sponsors that we have, all the people that I've reached out to and said, I want to do this trip. I think it's an important trip. That's where the story is. We need to bring perspective. You need to hear directly from people on the ground. And all of the sponsors that I have reached out to have been 100% I'm in, we're with you, and everything else. So now if there's someone listening and I haven't contacted you, don't be, don't be offended. It's, this is all coming together rather quickly. We certainly still need other people that will sponsor this venture. Um, if this goes well, 
I think we're there for, for a while. Uh, but it, one of the great sponsors is Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Listen, uh, Dana runs a great place. I love it there where they have great place to watch your favorite sports team, clean, friendly place, and karaoke Friday and Saturday night starts at 8.30 and so on Sports Pub. So <clears throat> now Putin's competency is certainly being called into question, which makes sense. Because of his actions, the fight of the Ukrainian people, and especially that leader, if you have not been paying attention, uh, that, you know, I just, I don't recall the last time we saw such bold leadership from someone in a position of power, and I mean the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, who his determination on on the street, that line for the ages telling, you know, the uh, Biden people were saying, you know, do you want us to evacuate you out of Ukraine to somewhere safe? And he said, I don't I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. The Ukrainian people, Putin is failing. Putin's mental stability is being called into question. It is the actions of a a killer and a madman. And as I have said, he will not stop until he is stopped. Meaning, I don't see how this, you know, a big turning point with Germany was Adolf dead in the bunker, right? So some version of that, and I don't know how that plays out or who it would happen. But right now, what he is doing in acting war um, but I want to just touch on the local angle of this. And, and I recognize that many times, folks, um, you know, when I give opinion, I deal with facts. But then from the facts, I, I develop an opinion. And you have Zelensky. I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. We need Tanks. We, by the way, there are foreign fighters from all over the world descending into Ukraine to help them. You have the Ukrainian athletes getting standing ovation. This is not a nation that is crumbling. This is not a nation that is rolling over. Zelensky is, he gave a rousing speech where the translator, start, I, I'm going to play it again. I played it last hour, but where the translator started almost crying and he got a standing ovation. This is, he is having the moment, as Donna Perry said. This is, you know, this is a Churchill, Winston Churchill type moment. We haven't seen this type of bravery. And this even goes beyond a Reagan who, you know, was, I mean, come on, he defeated the Soviet Union. But Zelensky isn't, I mean, he's on the street, right, in the tactical gear, of which I will be bringing from surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue and Cranston. But think of that line. No, he's not. You know, Trudeau was hiding in Canada. Biden was going to Delaware. <coughs> um, <coughs> Putin is somewhere hiding in a bunker in, in Russia. And Zelensky's on the street with his guys as he has 400 paid assassins trying to find him. So, of which I believe they're going to try to pin it on the Ukrainians as if someone, I believe, a Ukrainian from within took out the president if they're able to. But my point is that level of leadership, what is what is <clears throat> Zelensky saying? The president of Ukraine is saying, listen, men 18 to 60, you're not leaving the country. They're handing out rifles. Some of the Ukrainians, if you've watched the coverage, are saying, give me a knife and scissors. Like we are fighting to the death. This is the Alamo. This is, you know, we, this is we're going down if, if, if the, we're going down fighting. If we're going down, 
But just that line, it you know, it, it shows you the mindset. We need to stick together. <clears throat> he is Zelensky is George Bailey in the run of the bank. Like everybody simmer down. We can do this if we're together. Right? Potter's buying. Everybody. Let's let's get through this together. He is gathering the world behind him. And countries that normally never get involved are getting involved. <clears throat> Russia has started this war. Russia and Putin must be defeated. Now, yesterday, the opposite of leadership. My words, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, who sends out and makes public a letter that he sent to President Biden. He's always writing these letters. You know, what is this? Is this the time of Abraham Lincoln? Is someone delivering this by horse? Is a union person getting... You know, time and a half to go down and and deliver that, for crying out loud. So, I mean, this is just, um, but but Governor McKee, first of all, I don't know why he has to let us know what his correspondence is with the President of the United States. I really don't. Um, But what, what strikes me is like never missing an opportunity to try to pander. And, and the part about this, listen, yes, of course I feel for those people. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to highlight uh, the struggles of, of those people. But Governor McKee making public a letter that he wrote to President Biden and saying Rhode Island stands ready to... Uh, your refugees are welcome here. And, you know, this whole business of religious freedom and Roger Williams and the independent man, even though that's really me. And, you know, we're shocked and saddened and, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're ready to open the Ukrainian refugees. That is the exact opposite of what they want. Excuse me. So Governor McKee, knowingly or unknowingly, is basically and I get it. They're pandering at the press conference yesterday. He's trying to win the Democrat primary. But that's not what the president wants. President Biden, excuse me, Governor McKee should be telling his pal, President Biden, you need to help those people. You need to get into action, not uh, attention. Everybody in Ukraine, why don't you just lay down your guns, surrender, and you can come live here in Rhode Island. That's not what Zelensky wants to do. That's not what the Ukrainian people want to do. Who is he listening to, Governor McKee? And folks, you want to talk about differences in leadership styles. And I'm trying to be uh, polite here, but Zelensky, they're handing out rifles. McKee's handing out bonuses to buy votes in the pathetic fashion. I know people are attacking the education commissioner on the appalling situation with the Providence schools. And, and, and I, you, if you listen to this program, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1221. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty rough on Mayor Lorza. <clears throat> However, he said, we need a transformational contract. McKee, give me that. Signed it right away. Not only give the unions exactly what they wanted, and everybody gets $3,000. And then what? Now people are beating up the education commissioner? McKee signed off on that. You're beating up on Afonte Green because of the Providence schools? Listen, this is really simple, anyone that was paying attention. Whether it's Infante Green, the Hopkins report, John Hopkins report, or even, for that matter, 
Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza. You need a, he said, a transformational contract, which translates to the unions have too much power. You're not going to get results with the unions having this type of power. This was a golden opportunity to blow up the contract. McKee blinked and instead, boom, just signed it away. Nothing really changed. And then even gave them all $3,000. My point is, look at the difference in leadership. Zelensky is inspiring people. Zelensky, we are going to fight. Zelensky has thrown off Putin. McKee is helping Putin. McKee, with his will taken, put down. People of Ukraine, surrender. Come live for free in Rhode Island as refugees as long as you vote for me. McKee's giving the opposite message. He is undercutting the message. He's way out of bounds. And I, I'm shocked that he's getting, oh, these people in the media, oh, isn't that wonderful? Oh, isn't it what? Listen, they, 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 don't, they don't want to come here. I mean, that's not a solution. You know, listen, you, you're, you're going to lose to the war with Russia, so you might as well give up and come here. to No, no, time out. You're way out of bounds on that, Governor McKee. And again, I get that you're trying to win the primary against the likes of <clears throat> Matt Brown and some of these other people and Nelly Gorbea. That's, 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 that's not an inspiring message. He also has no problem spending our money to do it, meaning Governor McKee. So, no, I don't share that. He wants to send a letter to President Biden. That's fine. You don't need to make it public. Public means is political. He, we don't know what's going to happen. That's, that's not, you know, those people, they are traumatized. And on top of that, think of this. A lot of the refugees are women and children, and they're leaving behind their husbands, fathers, and sons. Do you think they just want to, what do you think it's going to do to morale if then, you know, you're there you are fighting in Ukraine trying to save the country, and McKee is like, oh yeah, come on over here, give up the fight over there. What do you think that's going to do to morale? They, the, the idea is to win and then return to their homeland. He's giving the exact opposite. And folks, I defy you to find anyone else in the local media that has the brass ones to say that. that the, you, you need a unified message. Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee that just continues to disappoint can't even see that his message, he's not doing that to help the Ukrainian people. He's doing it to help himself. Yesterday, he went to East Providence and they raised the Ukrainian flag. Another photo op. This is, this is life and death. Zelensky is everything that Dan McKee is not. Zelensky is determined. Zelensky is a fighter. The, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, is inspiring people. He is leading his country in a blanking war against the Russians, against Putin, who has nuclear weapons. And what's Governor McKee saying? Oh, no. Oh, no, you know, give up, put down your weapons, surrender to Russia. Everybody, no, you know, you don't want that land. Come live here in Rhode Island. Wrong go. Stay out of it. You're way out of your league. You're way out of bounds. You know, there was no reason to publish that letter. That letter was published for political purposes. That letter, I repeat, was, was published and made public for political 
political reasons, motivations, as children are being killed, as innocent people are being killed, as the amount of casualties are adding up and being killed. And the Russian soldiers, have you seen the coverage where they just, you know, oh, there's another dead Russian soldier by the roadside. You know, whatever happened, I guess that's only the Americans. Nobody left behind. Right? Black Hawk down. That, that's how little, that's how little Putin thinks of his military. Oh, it's, just leave them there. They're dead Russian soldiers anyway, who didn't even know. Many of them, they thought they were going into a military exercise and drill. That's why he kept having them do military drills. Because then they actually thought, oh, this isn't a drill. They, they're out into the battlefield, and they think that, that this is just another drill. And never mind, they know some of the Ukrainians. <coughs> Excuse me, the people of Ukraine. What a disgrace. It's, it's a good demonstration in leadership. And the same thing, that president of France, look how embarrassing that was. Oh, no, I'll set up a summit. Wrong. Propaganda. Putin has no intentions of compromise. Putin has no intentions of uh, retreating. He, he's not deal-making here. He's launching bombs and killing people to win the war. Period. Anyone that can't see that, that's what his objective is. So, no, you don't just appease him. That was done enough. That has been done for the past, you know, whatever, 20 years that got us where we are today. And it is true, the greatest appeasement was when President Obama was in office. But I really take exception, and I don't know, I'd have to go through if anyone in the media even questioned that. But, like, that's, the the people over there in Eastern Europe that are taking in refugees, it's, it's an ideally a holding situation that then they could reunite families. The goal here is not to try to just entice them to give up and come to the United States. How come no one else sees that? I, I feel very strongly about that. This is, this is war. You know, Governor McKees just keeps giving out our money to buy votes. He's giving all the state workers $3,000. It's going to cost $50 million. Do you understand that? Governor McKee is using $50 million of your money, of our money, as retention bonuses for state workers. It's wrong. These people never know what to do when they have money. They, they, they always blow through it. They do. It never occurs to them, maybe they should cut taxes. Maybe they should return some of the money whose money it is, which are the taxpayers. Never. <clears throat> what, a, what an embarrassment. And the media there yesterday and what, the flag raising? So you want them, what, to surrender and, and dislodge? How would, can you imagine right now, there you are. And you're fighting. And by the way, you also see some of the Ukrainian military. How about the newlyweds? They got married, both man and woman, boy and girl, whatever, they're young. They're both in the, in the Ukrainian military. That is bravery. But you have, you know, you see the fathers saying goodbye to their families. You see the parents saying, you know, the mother saying goodbye to the husband and the son. And there's Governor McKee. Oh, yeah, I, I told everybody, come over here to Rhode Island, give up. What, what a, what a, that, that's not a motivating message. And I mean that, you know, this is, 
It was a little under a year ago he took over. I've tried to be open-minded about it. I've had a year. I see nothing but pandering. And he was the wrong person to give, be in charge with so much money floating around. Because this thing is just, okay, just give it to them. So I just, I want to be very clear. You know, listen, I, I've spoken out enough about the Providence schools, but I will say Alorza was right. This was an opportunity for a transformational contract. McKee folded like a cheap suit, folded like a tent, gave them, there's no fundamental change here. And then ended up giving them all, bribing them with $3,000. And now you have to give it to all the unions. He is, he is like the, the anti-Zelensky. Governor McKee is the opposite of the, the president of Ukraine. One is brave and inspiring. The other who flubbed his way through the state of the state. Who, you know, has that Cumberland, Rhode Island. And I don't mean that in a negative, but he's just so parochial. When he was talking about the protesters, yeah, I just wish they were nicer to my neighbors. Yeah, the protesters, I was there. They were fine to your neighbors. You were blocking off your street with 25 state police cars two hours before the protesters were even arriving. I hope, I just wish they were nicer to my neighbors. Yeah, okay. Folks, this portion of the program brought to you by Propane Plus. Call them today, 401 885 4209 propane plus in massachusetts 508-252-3359 propane plus think of this if you would like to explore having propane as your source of energy they offer online billing they're available 24 7 automatic delivery and free safety inspection it's propane plus and they're terrific call them today they have a very a user-friendly website, which is propaneplus.com. So whether it's residential or commercial, but they're just terrific. Make sure you support them. And if you do have someone you're getting propane, I encourage you to switch to Propane Plus. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by the Senadale Revival. I want to wish a very happy birthday to our friend Shane, the owner. What a tremendous job he is doing. He is transforming the uh, part of North Providence, uh, Smith Street, right across from North Providence City Hall. I admire the guys, become a friend of mine, and happy birthday to Shane. Everyone wish him a happy birthday if you know him. And better yet, stop in the Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. So, folks, I do want to bring you, we have a lot of sound to get to. Um, but I, I, um, I understand, I don't want to get too bogged down on it, but last night the Education Commissioner was up there and you know, it, it's it's um, it's appalling to me when you have these the people. You know, let, let's face it: the the unions, the teachers' unions, they they had their little minions introducing legislation to get rid of charter schools and limit charter schools. Providence has basically become; they've given up on trying to change the Providence school system. All they're going to do is introduce more charter schools. But, and, and then they've lost 4,000 students in Providence. Where's the layoffs? Why aren't they closing schools? Oh, they can't. Why not? Because Governor McKee signed a no layoff provision. So even though Providence has lost 4,000, by the end of the school year, I understand they're going to be down 5,000 students. Nope. Can't close any schools and you can't lay off any teachers because... Governor Dan McKee signed a no layoff provision as he was giving the Providence Teachers Union, uh, giving them $3,000 bonuses with 1,500 of it hitting in, in, uh, 
is when they're going to get it is going to be in July, right before uh, early voting starts with the primary. But Zelensky, and I'm going to play it, fearless address to Europe. Nobody is going to break us up. Standing ovation. Ukraine accuses Putin of war crimes, and it was. Folks, if you've seen the number of children being killed, newborns, uh, these little, that little six-year-old girl where the doctors were crying trying to save her life. Oh, is she fair game? Is she an enemy combatant for some people? Yeah, that's what you're dealing with. Civilians targeted as missiles hit Freedom Square. Government building explodes in a fireball. He has to go. As I said, that line from the Irishman, either way, he's going. Rapid escalation fuels fear of confrontation with the West. Visa requirements lifted for foreign fighters. Folks, think of this. As Governor McKee is encouraging fighters in Ukraine to surrender and give up to Russia and come live in Rhode Island on his dime, on your dime, really, foreign fighters from all over the world are going into Ukraine to fight, to join the battle. That's bravery. That's courage. That are people literally putting their life on the line. Um. Ruble is worth worth less than a cent. From banking to vodka, isolation grows. They should also kick out all the Russian students in our universities in in America. Kick them out. Send them back. You you, you have a problem in your country. There are Russian students at Brisbane. There are Russian students at Providence College. There are Russian students at Brown, at Harvard, at MIT, at Yale, Princeton, BU. All our finest universities. Kick them all out. Stanford, everywhere. No, you're out. Guess what? Go on. You go back and fix the problem in your country. No, we're not going to educate you. They already kicked out 12 people that were in New York saying they were diplomats. They were spies. In just 72 hours, Europe overhauled the entire post-Cold War relationship with Russia. How about the fact that Germany has doubled their defense budget? That's what it has become. You know, it is kind of funny. This is the first social media war. I'm looking at the Trudge Report. That is true. Ukrainian ambassador calls for Putin to kill himself like Hitler did. I love that. Good. Not enough. There's nothing admirable about him. I have no, <clears throat> I have nothing positive to say about that bloodthirsty killer who has hired assassins to carry out his work. Who actually doesn't even care about his own people, as a matter of fact. I have zero, nothing positive to say. I'll tell you someone that I do have something positive to say about. R.E. Coogan Heating. Folks, call them today. 401-732-6562. It's Kogi For your cooling, for your heating, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. The guy's dependable. <clears throat> He's a veteran. If Kogi was over there, he'd have a rifle. R.E. Coogan and Heating. He was the first one I asked. I said, Coog, do you think I should broadcast? He said, Johnny, absolutely. R.E. Coogan Heating supports you. <clears throat> 401-732-6562 for R.E. Coogan Heating. I, I just, that really rubbed me the wrong way. Governor Dan McKee. Oh, and, and we're reaching out. We'd love to have the Ukrainian people surrender and become our neighbors. Putin puts Russia's nuclear forces on alert. He's uh, mentally deranged. 
He's mentally deranged. What happens when you have a rabid dog? You have to put them down. That's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen right now. And from within, by the way. And from within. Governor McKee encourages the Ukrainian people to surrender and come live in Rhode Island. What? Yeah, there's leadership. Boy, that's who you want in a foxhole. You have got to be kidding me. My God. Oh, yeah. Real profile and courage. Who wrote that speech? Your pal Pork Boy? What, did he take a break from the naked fat tests? Boy, no one loves being around the young high school boys running around in their shorts and uh, tank tops than uh, Pork Boy. Favorite scene in a movie is the volleyball scene in uh, Top Gun. No doubt about it. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by our friend Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty. If you're looking or bu- looking to buy or sell a home, you want to go with a professional. You want my friend Pat Elston. Without fail, every week I hear from people that say, uh, one, I was so happy to hear you mention Pat Elston. She helped us buy our first home. She helped us sell our home, what have you. Always positive, always raving. Folks, 401-474-5253. There's a link on the website, which is depetro.com. All right, I want to get to uh, the latest in some of the sound. And again, I, um, I recognize somebody, well, no, he was just trying to help. He was trying to nothing. Listen, this is, this is war, <clears throat> okay? Governor McKee, th- this isn't, This isn't the, um, (sighs) you know, this is funny. Someone posted, what do we do about the war in Ukraine? And someone posted, Trump should ask Putin to withdraw. I, I, uh, I, I said that. And President Trump, when asked at CPAC, said, I have no message for him. Um, Now, I I do want to explain this. There are elements, for instance, last night. And, and I was curious of people because when you think about it, it, it doesn't make any sense that you have this 40-mile convoy headed towards into Ukraine, 40 miles long, <clears throat> and some fighter jets and some missiles from, you know, submarines and ships um, could easily take out. And heavily damage that. However, you know, this comes down to now that why don't we do that? And a big part of the reason is because Ukraine is not part of NATO. And so technically, um, and that's one of the reasons why he did not, Putin did not want Ukraine and wants to block them from becoming a NATO nation. And because the rule in NATO is attack one, you attack all. NATO is an insurance policy. Um, and they act cohesively. So I take exception, for instance, like various people saying Ukraine should not join NATO. Rongo, they don't get to decide that. Russia doesn't get to decide that. Of course, he didn't want them to join because if Ukraine had joined NATO, of which I, I think they should automatically put them in, some kind of an emergency measure of some kind. But if they were, then now all NATO nations could be getting involved. 
Um, the 40-mile-long column of Russian tanks north of, of um, within Ukraine has stalled. Russian military appeared to regroup, dealing with fierce resistance fuel food shortages, said a senior defense official. This is all good news. Um, Marco Rubio on Putin's nuclear threats. If he were to use tactical nuclear weapons in a battlefield, that certainly would trigger potentially third world war. It would not go down as historic figure. I agree with that, as a matter of fact. See, folks, this is, <clears throat> I recognize um, a, a lot of people, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, th- this is so much more about Putin, how he sees himself in history. Um, how, how oh, this is interesting. Okay. Hmm. I, all right. Uh, not to get off talk on that, but th- this is, um, it's so much more about, he, he is a war on the West. And, and I don't want to be redundant on this, but so much of this is he does not want Western influence. He does not want, folks, he is, he loathes. Uh, the United States. He loathes Putin now, hates freedom, no one to be admired. Um, you, you know, and I recognize right now at 1243, many people say, well, Biden's weak. He he is weak. Yes, I, I'm, no one's debating that. But I also, I put on the Facebook page, and I think this is important, folks. Again, at 1243, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Some people, though, have to get it out of their mind that if you criticize Putin, you're a Biden. Then, oh, so you support Biden. Um, when, when did this become either or? When did this become, why, why, it's that dramatic? You're either all in for Putin or you're not? That sounds more of a loyalty test for Putin. What I'm trying to uh, explain to different people and, and kind of parse it out a little bit is, I get it. You don't have to be, I am certainly... Kamala Harris is is obviously the worst vice president we've ever had. Um, total lightweight, shouldn't be in that job. Picked just because of, you know, identity politics. Biden should not be in that job. He's clearly not up to the task. And I mean that is, can you imagine now where they have to, what, wake him up in the middle of the night with the different developments and everything? I mean, he's... Even on the best of time, before this even happened, he was struggling. So, of course, he's weak. But you you don't then side with the enemy. Putin is the enemy. Make no mistake about it. He is. He's not our friend. He doesn't wish good things for the United States. Yeah, you're right. China is not our ally. But right now, China has not invaded a country. And I know some people watch China with Taiwan. Well, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get there. Right now, let's let's uh, let's just focus on what we're seeing, which is Russia is killing innocent people and children and civilians in Ukraine, and um, with zero regard for human life, a war of choosing. It's all lies. Ukraine wasn't going to invade Russia. Ukraine, sadly, is no match for Russia. You have to see through the propaganda. So, no, I, I, I despise Putin. He's evil. It's okay to say that. It doesn't make you a Biden supporter. 
No, I don't think President Biden has handled this well. Um, the only good thing right now is that they didn't, they didn't, you know, NATO and our our allies and and folks. I do regard the UK and Italy, where I still have family, and um, and and France and our NATO allies like Poland. I regard them as our allies. That the world and Switzerland and Sweden and Germany and Israel are all rising up to fight evil, to fight this demented, twisted individual. So Italy is not our enemy. Germany is not our enemy. They're not. They're allies. Same with the French. Same with Poland. And other nations now, like Finland, that are saying, you know, on second thought, maybe I will join NATO, which I think Putin is threatening them. He's threatening Sweden and Finland. If you join NATO, then you're going to, you know, I'm going to, I don't know if he can take on the whole world. What is, what is inspiring right now is so far the Ukrainian people are leading the fight. The Ukrainian people are giving up their lives. They are, you know, showing what courage really means. As I've said, you know, become a little blind to it. You know, courage, for different reasons, has become, as I said, like a tight end that goes over across the middle to catch the ball, playing a game. And they're considered, boy, he's brave. He can take a hit. A little bit different, kind of puts it in perspective when you see them handing out the rifles. And men 18 to 60 are not allowed to leave the country. And there's the president of Ukraine. Right there on the street, taunting Putin, I'm still here, giving rousing speeches where they're giving standing ovations. Um, this is much more about, I believe, of everything I've read. There's some, by the way, there's some great information out there about Putin. Uh, he is, he's, the good news is there's not 10 of him in waiting. He is, uh, he would like to go down as the greatest Russian leader ever. He wants to restore the Soviet Union. He wants to take back the land that when they broke up the Soviet Union and President Reagan defeated the Soviet Union and Mr. Gorbachev teared down this wall and reunified. Remember, I mean, it used to be East Berlin and West Berlin and the Iron Curtain. And, and he wants to rewrite history. So... But he's also, he recognizes that, you know, it's one thing if he's fighting Germany and France and Poland and, you know, the, um, and Italy and the, the NATO nations. But it all changes when the Americans get involved. It all changes when it's the... When it's the Marines going in. It all changes when the Navy Navy SEALs enter the picture. We have the finest military in the world. And that's nothing to be ashamed of. In Germany and France and Canada and some of these other countries. Yeah, it's nice to have universal health care. It's nice to have these great education systems. But if you can't protect your borders, if you can't protect your land, if you can't protect your citizens, none of it matters. So make no mistake about it. I believe if we were not involved 
it's a completely different equation. So his war against the West, if you listen to his speeches, and I don't think a lot of people have, they are the rantings of a lunatic. They are the rantings of a dangerous madman. Who else would hire 400 assassins, paid assassins, mercenary soldiers to go into Ukraine with one assignment to kill the president of Ukraine, Zelensky? Um, he would. Human life means nothing. It, it, nothing stands in the way of what he perceives is his destiny, his future how he wants to be remembered in history. Putin will be 70 in October. I believe that during COVID, as other people, he, he had just suddenly felt his mortality. If there was ever going to be a time to do it. How many people have thought that? You know, sometimes you see this uh, on social media where somebody posts on Facebook. They finally went out and got, you know, the boat they've always wanted to get. And a lot of times, you know, they used to call it like the midlife crisis. But I'll see the people, you know what? If I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? I'm whatever. I'm in good health. I'm 65 or 70. How's the time? Or, you know, I saw someone actually uh, in his mid-60s and he posted on Facebook. He bought a, he bought a, uh, I think he actually, someone I know bought a Rolls Royce. He sold his restaurant. He said, you know what? Why not? I've always thought about it. Not going to live forever. Now's the time. So people have different Things that they do like that. And maybe in your own life. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1251. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. How many people know people that um, your parents, grandparents, whoever, they finally took that cruise that they'd always thought about? If not now, then when? Right? No one's getting any younger. Well, he thinks in those terms. But he thinks like, hey, listen, if ever I'm going to invade, start taking back the land that I think is rightfully ours. Nobody lives forever. Better, you know, no time like this. And, and I believe this has been. This has been years in the making. You don't organize something. This wasn't done rash. It wasn't done overnight. I do agree with that. I don't know about the, I don't know about the nuclear weapons. Maybe not everywhere. Maybe not afraid to use it in parts of Ukraine. We don't know. They have them. Uh, but now it comes down to who has the will to stop them. And I would hope that behind the scenes, between our intelligence, uh, between people that we would try to get to infiltrate, but he's, you know, he is cut off from the world. Uh, our intelligence tells us there's really, from what I understand, there's only two KGB people that actually he talks to. Even when you see, look at when he has the meetings, as someone described it, the table's like the length of a bowling alley. He's at one end, he's on the other. You know, he thinks like, who knows, that someone has like poison on their breath, or he's just, he sets a message, and he's so paranoid, and, and, um, and and he is unhinged. I do I do I do believe that. And someone that is unhinged is dangerous. So no, I don't want to see our, us put troops on the ground. We do have military. We do have forces. Uh, more of them are going over there. We do have NATO forces. We do have people that are part of our military that can be very helpful to people in that part of the world. No, I people. Here comes the draft. No, I don't believe that. Whenever I hear here comes the draft, I view that as someone that kind of wants to panic people. No, I don't think that's happening. But this is a time with what we have seen during COVID with terrible leadership. It is refreshing to see people emerging, showing tremendous leadership. Now, tonight is the State of the Union. Let's go to Jen Psaki at the White House. Uh, suddenly the mask guidance is being dropped 
So you won't see all these people in masks at the State of the Union. Are you sure the timing of that doesn't have to do with the fact that you're dropping it at the exact time of the State of the Union? Come off during before the State of the Union. Is there a message that he hopes to send uh, with you know with that news? Well, I would say the president is very powerful, but he couldn't make us be in the green zone that we're in right now in D.C. That's why we are not uh, required. We're not going to be required to wear masks starting tomorrow. So uh, I would say that for him, it had nothing to do with the timing around the State of the Union. Uh, He wanted to give the CDC the time to assess and make recommendations that would be clear to the American public about uh, what their recommendations would be for mask wearing moving forward. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe any of that. I think it is tied in. And I want to remind people on this Tuesday, March 1st, as you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And folks, next week, uh, you'll hear me next week, next month. I mean, the rest of the month. But starting on Monday, you will hear me right here, 11 to 2 AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Thank you to everyone that saw me on Newsmax. Got very, very good feedback from that. Uh, I'm actually already getting interview requests for what we're going to, you know, Jeff and I are going to pull off starting on Monday. And I said, listen, I haven't even gone there yet. So I don't know. We have our own platforms. Uh, I don't don't know yet. I'm going to wait and see what it's like when I get over there. But I will tell you at different times, the the Facebook Live will be very, very active. Um, And there's different factions of this. I want to bring you the protest. Poland, we're going to land in Poland. It's also a very Catholic nation, by the way. Beautiful churches in Poland. Uh, If you know and have Polish relatives, let them know. I, I plan at some point. That I'd like to do, you know, I'll announce where and find a place. And if there are people that uh, are either over there or people that are family there and give you an advance and would certainly want to connect with people that maybe they have visited our area, especially New England, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and let them know that Juan uh, will be over there. And we're going to be posting a lot on the website to Petro.com, award-winning website, by the way, brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Call today. Folks, they clean and disinfect residential commercial properties. Mike Seepy and company, they're the best. S-O-L-E, sole source restoration, 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700. There's a direct link on the website, which is dipetro.com. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Henry Oil. And I want to thank Carmine. They are uh, terrific people. Folks, a Rhode Island tradition since 1947. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Henry Oil. Online, henryoil.com, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. I, I completely agree. It is ridiculous. With all of the oil that we have, that we are buying oil from from Russia and allowing the rest of the world to do that, by the way. Um, I don't think I'm speaking out of school. Do you know, Carmine, who's so knowledgeable with Henry Oil, because under President Trump, when allowing the fracking in South Dakota, they discovered an oil well in South Dakota and they measure everything by reserves. Now, think of this. It is true. The first thing Biden did was shut down the the um, the, the pipeline. But 
under President Trump, we we were uh, not reliant on on foreign energy. Boy, it always comes down to the energy, doesn't it? My God, Carter, the seventies. It's all about the oil. This is insanity. It's twenty twenty two. It's still always about the oil, but we didn't have to worry about that. Carmine told me they discovered an oil well in South Dakota. Now, what are the reserves? There's enough. Listen to this. If you take away anything I'm about to tell you at 1258, there's enough oil in that well, reserves, that could generate fuel for the United States, the entire country, for the next 600 years. Total insanity. Total insanity that we are not utilizing that. But, folks, Henry Oil, support them, call them, 401 5210200 and online at henryoil.com. Now, next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, dipetro.com. Now, I'm going to bring you more local news. We have a lot more sound. Uh, as far as the State of the Union tonight, we know the State of the Union. The State of the Union is um, what's going on overseas, high gas prices, empty shelves, you still have a worker shortage, terrible inflation. Uh, the, 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 the mood of the country is sour. People do not have faith uh, in the Biden administration. I, it's, it is over as far as I'm concerned. He's not going to turn this around. And, uh, and then they're going to get wiped out in the midterms, and they're panicked about that. No speech is going is to change what we're seeing in, in real time. So, folks, we're going to break. For the 1 o'clock news, the power hour is next. Leave it right here. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Or you can listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Just click listen live. Be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.